your name? What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. And today we are going to be talking about space. We are going to be talking about how in 2021 it is possible for civilians to go to space, which seems crazy thinking back decades ago, but that is all thanks to billionaires across the world who are funding all these programs. Space tourism is is actually a thing now of the future, which is kind of crazy to think about. So me and Ian are just going to talk about that industry a little bit, our likes and dislikes of going in space. So as always, check out that audio guide and transcript online, www.dynamicenglish.cl. Okay, Ian, just to start off, what are your thoughts on space? Is space something that fascinates you? You love Star Wars, you love Star Trek, or you kind of like take it or leave it? I love space. I think it's fascinating, but I think more in a sense of like maybe the astronomy of things. I took a I took a class in college on astronomy. I mean, it was just totally amazing. It was so fascinating. Because of that experience, I also read a book, a really well-known book called Cosmos by Carl Sagan, the famous astronomer, and it's an amazing book and I think in that way, I'm very, very interested in in a sense. Of course, I like some of those movies, but I'm not a huge sci-fi guy necessarily, science fiction. But the idea of space itself is, it's amazing to to try to wrap your head around, right? So, of course, who couldn't be interested in it? Fair. Yeah, I would say for me personally, similar to you, I like the stars. I think I'm fascinated by how small space makes us feel, right? Like we're here on this planet that's one of many planets that's in a solar system that's part of what? (laughs) So I think all of that is like really mind-blowing to think about and, and pretty cool. So I'm fascinated by that, but actually a desire to go to space has never been something I wanted to do. (laughs) I mean, it seems scary. It's dark. It's unknown. You have no idea what's out there. There's no gravity. It just feels very dangerous. So I have no interest in space tourism. <laughs> many people do. I feel like many people, if there wasn't a cost barrier, would love the opportunity to go to space. What about you? Yeah. Um, for me, my life is just too valuable to think that I would let myself be one of the first people to, to go up there. I think it's one of those things that once it is perfected or almost perfected, it, you know, to the point where maybe it's as safe as flying in an airplane is today, then I would be willing to try it out. But no, I'm not risky enough of a person to be like, all right, shoot me up into space. And luck would have it, I'd probably be the one dipshit that blows up in space on the on the first flight, right? So I think I'll let people try it out. And then if everything looks okay and safe, then I'll buy my ticket, but not before. <laughs> I know it, it is interesting because now, you know, just doing a little... Google research, there's about, what, three or four billionaires that have their own space programs that have built space rockets that have gone to space, which to me is crazy that we're there, that we're there, that like these 
you know, private companies can just go to space. It's not NASA, right? It's not through the government or, or through a science program. But it's also makes me kind of mad that these people are billionaires and using their money as kind of toys to just like go to space. And you're like, oh, if we took all of those billions of dollars and maybe provided free health care to Americans or <laughs> free college or, or, you know, just real social issues that, that we're lacking funds for, but we invest to just kind of go on an adventure in space. <laughs> I don't know. Right. We're, Right. We're like, you know, it'd be nice maybe if these huge corporations and billionaires paid a little bit more fair share of their tax. Right. But instead, they get to they get to build rockets and shoot them into space. Anyway, we could we could get into a whole thing with that. But yeah, this billionaire space race, it's it's really something else. Right. I mean, you just have this rivalry among mostly mostly tech entrepreneurs who, like we've said, they just they have this desire, I guess, to show themselves off and and get get their rockets into space and and it's it's funny because you know you have Jeff Bezos who is the richest man in the world he's the the founder of Amazon he has his company Blue Origin then you have Richard Branson he's the Virgin Galactic founder and you know he has his 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 program then you have Elon Musk founder of Tesla and PayPal he has SpaceX and he actually has sites to colonize Mars so i mean we just have multiple guys here who are, you know, putting all this money into the aerospace industry. And, you know, I think it's cool. I, and I don't really have a big problem with it because I guess technically it's their money. They can do what they want with it. But yeah, it is kind of strange that we're living in a pandemic. You know, a lot of people economically are worse off than they've ever been in their lives. And these guys are, you know, wearing their cowboy hat and their Rolex and talking about how they're going to shoot into space, you know? And, you know, just a couple of days ago, I believe that Jeff Bezos took William Shatner, the famous actor who played Captain Kirk on Star Trek, up on a commercial flight. And, you know, they came back safely and he talked about it. And it's just a wild thing to see going on, right? Especially during this time in history, like I said, with the pandemic. But here we are, we've got private space companies, commercial flights up to space. And, when we say space, it's technically a part called the ionosphere. So it's kind of like in between the Earth's atmosphere and space. So a lot of people try to pull out the technicalities there. But nonetheless, we're, we're getting closer and closer just to normal space travel. Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one -on -one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. Yeah, again, it's so crazy to think our parents were alive when the first man walked on the moon, which was momentous. I mean, that was such a big achievement. And to think in that same lifetime, like you said, you just have these random rich guys that are just going up there and like waving at the earth. It's kind of, I guess, just crazy. The advancement in technology in, in just those few decades is, is pretty, 
pretty crazy. Um, you know, sadly, with, with climate change, some of these billionaires are thinking, oh, well, if this planet blows up, <laughs> I can just hop on my rocket ship and go live in another one. I don't know much about this topic, but I feel like that's really far off and unrealistic that we would be able to live somewhere else. I mean, maybe, I guess, if you're trying to just float around in your spaceship, but I don't know, like, what do you think about the idea of living on Mars? It just doesn't seem like we're there yet. No, I, I definitely don't think we're there yet, but like you said, it's pretty startling to see these technological advances and these breakthroughs that we have, especially with space since 1969, right? When the, when the first uh, man supposedly landed on the moon. And so it's so interesting to see and think, you know, what could happen if this exponentially keeps speeding up this rate of technology, right? So I think it's, it's still pretty far off, maybe not in our lifetime for you and me, but uh, maybe a couple generations or before it could be a reality. And me personally, I'm not, I'm not interested in, in living in space. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with Earth. It's it's pretty nice here. I don't know. What about you? Would you would you want to take that leap, go live in space? No, I have no interest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go into space, let alone live there. It's funny. I'm reading this article now where so Branson's company, Virgin Galactic, is starting commercial passenger flights to space in 2022. So next year, and the price is between two hundred thousand and two hundred fifty thousand per passenger oh that's chump change that sounds pretty cheap <laughs> that's I mean, it? it yeah i mean it makes sense that it's very expensive to go to space but it's that's a quarter million dollars i mean i don't know how long it would be probably like an hour i mean it's probably an, a quick flight based on how fast they have to go <laughs> yeah you can't be up there for that long i can't imagine it's probably a, a pretty quick pretty quick trip up and then back so uh, it's definitely going to be the, the, the most expensive flight you've ever had. I just think it's also interesting as well how this has moved from government departments or more public sector funding for space travel, how it's moved to almost entirely private sector now. You know, NASA, I don't even hear hardly about NASA anymore, the U.S. space program. It used to be so prominent and so well known and it just seems like they've kind of stalled and gone stagnant. I know there's really not much funding for it, but it, it's an amazing thing to see, right? To see that it's moved private. And I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think advancement is, is good in, in either way. Uh, it's just an interesting thing, right? You think this would be something important for governments, but it's really the onus, not even the onus, the interest is falling on these billionaires instead. Yeah, I mean, I think it unfortunately came to cost, right? I mean, the government has to pay for so many programs that when you're making cuts, it makes sense that bringing people to space isn't a priority over, you know, infrastructure and healthcare and education and all of those kind of things. So yeah, it is nice that private companies can fill that. But I would hope that the money is going a little bit more towards like advancements in science or something positive as opposed to tourism, which is just creating another profit business. But who knows? It seems like it's it's going in a tourism kind of direction. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would say it's going right towards tourism, especially if you have the private sector running things. They're going to be thinking about space hotels, space museums, space attractions. I'm serious. I've, I've read some some things about some talks about space hotels being developed, right? So people can fly up and, and spend time up there. So if you look in a business sense of things, the 
the potential's untapped. You know, there's so much potential to have space tourism, and I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see. That's for sure. I didn't think of that. That would be pretty crazy that you could build, like you said, a hotel or a museum or something that you could go to in space. I think that would be pretty cool. Feels like a movie, right? It feels like kind of out of this world, literally. <laughs> real, real life Jetsons. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I think the advancements have happened so quickly that, you know, it could be in the next 10, 20 years that we really do have a space hotel. At, at this rate, it seems like it actually could be possible. Listeners out there, start saving your pennies. 200, $250,000, and you can go to space next year. So save up. Um, and as always, listeners, if you get lost, check out that guide www.dynamicenglish.co As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.co. Thanks for listening.